from India's largest newsroom, I'm Arun George, and this is the Times of India podcast. The popular television show Cantini Mandir has a largely set format. Its hugely popular host would travel to colleges in Punjab where students would gather. They would then sing, dance or perform skits with the host offering comments and the crowd of students offering a variety of reactions. This clip from the show has now gone viral on the internet. The lanky student, who shyly introduced himself as Shubhdeep Sidhu, would go on to become far more popular than the show's host in the coming years, but by a different name. Most of us would come to know of him by his stage name, Sidhu Musewala, which translates to Sidhu from Musa, his village in Punjab. After finishing engineering, Sidhu moved to Canada, which is where he truly found his feet as a singer. Initially a lyricist, he found fame with the song G-Wagon. Hits came quick and fast and his popularity rose dramatically in India and abroad. There were some controversies over his lyrics, but that didn't change Siddhu's abilities to come up with hits or retain his popularity. He even produced a few films before contesting the 2022 Punjab elections on a Congress ticket. After losing the election, he retreated to the familiar world of music. coming in congress leader and uh, famous punjabi singer siddhu musewala has been shot dead 30 rounds were fired at him two others have also been injured but he was brought dead to the hospital inke piche gaadi thi aur do gaadiyan samne se aayi aur usme fir firing hui aur firing mein inko bullet injury hui aur jab inko hospital le jaya gaya then he was declared brought dead Since the brutal killing of Siddhu Musewala on the 29th of May, a lot of questions have been raised. Why was the singer's police protection reduced? Why has the police alleged that gangsters were behind the killing? And what does this say about the newly elected state government? To answer these questions and more, I spoke with Sarju Kaul, who's editor of the Times of India Chandigarh edition. She explained why Siddhu Musewala was so hugely popular in the state, how powerful these criminal gangs are in Punjab. and why the new state government will need to get its act together quickly after this sarju started by explaining why this is perhaps the most high profile killing the state has witnessed in a while there have been during the time of militancy where very very popular artists writers poets have been killed by militants but a gangster hit as the police says like this has not happened in recent past during militancy you had a very very uh, well known uh, poet uh, he's he was a leftist poet uh, his stage name was pash he was uh, killed by militants and another poet uh, 
by the name of uh, Amar Singh Chamkila, he had been killed during the militancy period. So a uh, lot of intellectuals were targeted uh, in 80s and 90s, but nothing like what happened uh, last Sunday, not at all. There's been an outpouring of anger over the singer's killing on social media and thousands turned up for the funeral on the 31st of May. Thousands of people gathered there to show his love to Sidhu Musewala, pay their respects. Of course, the last time... Sarju says what people outside Punjab don't get is the level of popularity the singer enjoyed. She attempts to decode what made him so popular among the youth in Punjab. Young people really liked him because he never talked about drugs and he never talked about women in a derogatory manner. You'll hear a lot of Punjabi songs about, you know, women being compared to cars or whatever it may be. But uh, Sidhu Musewala's, uh, you know, poetry, he used to write his own songs. His uh, lyrics, his poetry was very much about, you know, the happenings on the ground. So whether it's elections or whether it's his parents or whether he's talking about, you know, somebody dying young. His issues were just those. So uh, youth really looked up to him. The amount of young people we saw at his funeral, the amount of young people just breaking down in his village. It was unprecedented. I don't think Punjab has seen anything like that. Could you explain how he rose to this position of prominence? Punjabi music has always been cutting edge. The international influence on Punjabi music has been very strong because obviously we have a huge diaspora in Canada, UK, America. I think he spoke to people in uh, Punjab and elsewhere because he talked about their issues. I think it was just that he spoke to them, he spoke about them. That was the biggest factor, I think. And he was very down to earth and he lived in a village. He was rich enough to have been living in Canada or New York, anywhere else. But he still lived in his ancestral village with his parents. He kind of had that blend of where he somehow managed to combine that aspiration of being in Canada and being rooted in your ancestry in a sense. He definitely got his start in music and everything else in Canada. The reports from Canada, they described him as a Brampton boy. You know, Brampton is a suburb of Toronto and that is like known as Little Punjab in Canada. So he was known as the Brampton rapper in Canada. So, yeah, obviously it was there, but he was very much, you know, present within Punjab, in Mansa, in his village, Musa. He used to tour and do a lot of these concerts abroad. Overall, uh, his uh, the perception, at least amongst young people, was that although he can afford to do all this, he's still with us. Since his debut, Sidhu has faced criticism for his lyrics, many of them about guns, which critics said promoted violence. Sarju says to understand why the singer sang so much about guns, you'd need to understand Punjab's culture, where guns are not seen as a direct link to criminal behaviour. 
a lot has been said about uh, Mosewala being very, um, you know, uh, what do you call it, positive about or, you know, very supportive of gun culture per se and, you know, talking about guns and violence. What you also have to realize that Punjab has this sense of being really, especially the men. It's, it's, it's very difficult to kind of like um, seriously explain it. Showing a gun or kind of like uh, talking about guns is not really seen in a negative manner by people. So a lot of that criticism from outside that, you know, some people saying that, you know, uh, he supported guns and supported violence and blah, 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 that is being taken very, very negatively by people here. Because people feel that being understood by outsiders, by people outside Punjab, that they don't understand them. Because one thing that really, really got uh, Sidhu Musewala a lot of support was the fact that he never promoted drugs of any kind, didn't promote alcohol of any kind, you know, always said, love your elders, love your parents. So those are the positives that people are looking at. They're not looking at, you know, somebody posing with the AK-47 or something like that. During militancy, you would have seen uh, there were guns everywhere here. So that changes the mindset of people, changes the mindset of everyone. So given his popularity, was it a surprise when he lost in the state elections? No, because election this time was very much not about personalities. Election this time was uh, people being angry with uh, the options they had been given by the political parties. So election this time actually was a negative vote against the regular prominent parties that have been in the state uh, from Shiromani Akali Dal to Congress to other parties. When you, if you talk to young people who were there at the funeral, their anger against the government. So they are directly blaming the government for being responsible for his death. So that anger is just growing by the day because obviously police is taking some time in identifying who exactly killed him in such a brutal manner. I mean, at 5 p.m., heart of Punjab. So that definitely kind of like has, you know, kind of like made these young uh, voters who just two months back would have been very enthusiastic about defeating the old traditional parties, question what has gone wrong with this government. With the killing itself, um, like you mentioned, the security cover had been reduced just days ahead of that killing. Hmm. Uh, do we know how much of a factor that was in his killing? I mean, this is right now speculation. It's only police and uh, the Judicial Commission, when it is set up, who will go into these aspects. But uh, what has also come out is that there was a real active threat against him 
So what ARP did was on its Twitter party Twitter handle, they described is uh, the the move to reduce security for about 400 odd people as uh, kind of like um, ending the VIP culture rather than uh, what police described as, you know, a routine move that apparently the police says happens annually where they withdraw some security during the week of uh, the anniversary of Operation Blue Star. Now only police or a judicial commission will be able to kind of like identify if that is what gave the killers a hint that this is the right time to hit him. The killing also raised questions about gangs and gang violence, especially because the police came up with that theory on the day of the killing itself. Do we know why the police came up with that theory for one? And how big are the criminal gangs they spoke of? So what happened in uh, Punjab was... As militancy kind of winded down in 90s, the so-called vacuum, which was there after elimination of militants, uh, was slowly filled by these gangsters who came up. I mean, you would be surprised to know there is a huge list of these gangsters who all emerged from Chandigarh, actually after dabbling in student politics. So Lawrence Bishnoi and a whole lot of these big gangster names, they all have some connection with education, having done their education from Chandigarh in late 90s, mid 90s. So uh, gangsters have had a fairly influential role in Punjab. After militancy also was the point when drugs became very rampant in the state. And as you know, wherever there is easy money, gangsters manage to, uh, you know, uh, get a pie one way or the other. And with a lot of people considering that uh, Punjab police being complicit or Punjab police not doing enough to stop the spread of drugs, that made them uh, unable to go after these gangs with the full force. So all those things combined, I mean, it allowed these gangsters, uh, they had that time and they had that space to kind of like do a lot of things in the state. They have pockets of influence, they have followers. Most of them are in jail. I mean, as you know, Neeraj Bhavana, Lawrence Vishnu, a lot of these people are in jail. But they have these uh, lackeys or cronies who kind of like continue the work. So uh, you won't say that pan across Punjab, Lawrence Vishnu is the biggest gangster and people are scared or people are whatever. But there are like, I would say at any given time, there is this roster of like uh, five to 10 people whose names will be fairly well known and their gangs are known. Was there any indication that the singer had sort of gotten in with the gangs, had been facing threats from the gangs? Do we know anything about that? No, not really. His father in the FIR, that is file, said that uh, his uh, son was facing extortion calls from gangsters. So, uh, there was nothing known before this, at least publicly, whether he had been facing any extortion from these gangs. 
there has been a lot has come out post his death that uh, many of these gangsters what they do is they ask for a cut and that is the way they make quick and good amount of money because some of these singers their uh, singles kind of like go into millions of views within 24 hours if not earlier so uh, his father had mentioned that you know he had got uh, one of his uh, vehicles converted into a bullet bulletproof vehicle because he had been getting these extortion threats from gangsters uh, one of the singers uh, about uh, i think about a year or about two years back he was uh, hit by a bullet when uh, he refused to pay extortion money to one of the gangsters many actors in punjabi uh, film industry are singers i mean you know diljit dosanjh and uh, gippy grewal gippy grewal actually had come out and open and said that he had received an extortion threat the issue is that most people don't publicize it now there are some details coming about his former manager being involved in some hit on a student leader who was killed in mohali but uh, that is you know kind of like detail which has come out now and it is only through his manager that the police kind of like tried to link him to a, uh, his death to an intergang rivalry what does it do for the punjab music industry what does this change about how it works and you know even how it deals with these threats now well known singers like you know uh, honey singh or lot of those who have even made it big in bollywood and other popular uh, art uh, forms what really happens is that you know they are everything rolled into one unless they have some unity and they kind of like try and face this together uh, i believe that they will see much more you know of something like this in the future musewala's uh, murder has also shown that how easy is it for somebody to target someone if you want to you would know that many of the punjabi artists whether they are actors or whether they are singers most of them have moved to canada and uh, this at some point this would have been one of the reasons that they decided to make a move um one more thing with this killing is that it comes just weeks after a rocket propelled grenade was fired at a police office um, which is pretty extreme by any stretch how is this violence in the state being viewed especially since a new government has come into power there is quite um, a lot of disquiet in punjab till the elections nobody had any inkling that things would go bad this early this wrong so there are a lot of conspiracy theories somebody saying you know this is being done to credit the new aap government which is fairly which is full of fairly inexperienced politicians the rpg attack was a big shock and that is like heart of mohali and it's bang next to chandigarh 
police as usual they named uh, Khalistani terrorist group Babar Khalsa they named uh, Pakistani intelligence agency ISI and then they also named uh, you know some gangsters who had been given money to do all this but that just shows you how gangsters seem to have an easy access to a whole lot of things and police seems to be helpless there is this sense of disquiet all across that something is going to happen and something bad is going to happen if you talk to journalists who have covered militancy also they would say that you know a lot of things that are happening were the things that happened at the beginning of that period of militancy and there are many people who are just saying that you know there needs to be a stronger control on law and order because you never know if it you know some those dark days could come back again most people outside the state tend to link unrest in punjab with the movement for khalistan or a separate sikh nation but sarju says that while the movement to form khalistan did spark violence in the state decades ago the present unrest may have little to do with the issue even till elections i mean khalistan has been a non issue here if you kind of like look at the ground there is no support for khalistan per se but what is happening is one thing that people outside of punjab don't understand that uh, people's uh, support for bindrawale does not exactly mean that they are supporting khalistan so bindrawale for people is a sant and they will call him they call him sant bindrawale they will not call him only jarnel singh bindrawale he was an icon for the youth at that time and he still remains the icon very much in my understanding very much like what jay would have been in 80s and 90s for leftist students across the world i think people here in the state have suffered so much under khalistan nobody nobody really wants that time back and that is why that sense of disquiet being there but does it mean that the aap government has to kind of look at punjab slightly differently and that sort of delhi model of things may not be the solution over there delhi model definitely is not a solution for punjab and the earlier aap realizes that better it will be for the party and for punjab itself Punjab has always been an outlier. Punjab has always elected parties which have been very different from the parties ruling at the center. So Punjab has its own way of being. Punjab has its own way of politics. Punjab has its own way of dealing with things that the Delhi model per se will not kind of like. work here at all and the biggest thing that people are now getting more and more angry is that perception which is growing that all the decisions about punjab are seemingly made in delhi rather than in punjab unless they kind of like the aap uh, government in punjab kind of like addresses that very strongly the perception is just growing 
and that is going to be quite uh, detrimental for the government here i mean this is a border state even though militancy happened and it happened about you know 25 30 years ago there are wounds there are issues so things have to be dealt differently in punjab than you would kind of like standing in a national platform in delhi because in delhi what is local and what is national always gets very mixed up whereas punjab is very very proud of its regional identity of being very proud that they don't listen to delhi's dictates and once that kind of like gets hit whether it's perception or reality that people have to understand but if that gets lodged in uh, minds of people then it's very difficult for the government today's episode was produced by jairaj singh sunai marathe and anuja singh for a daily spotlight on people ideas and stories that matter subscribe to us we're available on ty plus spotify apple google podcasts and all other platforms of your choice For any news tips email us at tuipodcast@timesinternet.in